The girl had soft, honey-blonde hair that she wore in a long ponytail. Her pale green sweater hugged breasts that were alive with youth and full with a maturity that didn't go with the little girl face or the virginal innocence in her hazel eyes. The skirt that was tight on rounded hips and muscular thighs was a black watch plaid with dark greens and blues predominating. The girl was sitting on a train. The seat next to hers was unoccupied and she was sprawled out so that she managed to take up both of the seats. Her head was close to the window and if her eyes had been open, she would have been able to look out on fields where corn had been recently harvested, fields where a few sheep or cows wandered peacefully. But the girl was deep in thought and her eyes were closed. The girl's name was Linda Shepard. The train's name was the Ohio State Limited, a New York Central passenger train that went from New York to Cincinnati via Albany, Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, Cleveland, Columbus, Springfield, and Dayton. The girl had boarded the train in Cleveland, and she would leave it in Springfield to catch a Greyhound bus to Clifton. There was, as far as she knew, only one reason in the world for a person to go to Clifton, Ohio. The town was the home of 3,000 people who were born, went to school, worked, married, and finally died in Clifton. Some of them managed to get away from the town at some stage in their development, and she was fairly confident that anybody who left Clifton would be careful never to return. But Clifton was also the site of Clifton College, an institution of learning which managed to add another 1,500 souls to Clifton's meager population. The college, which seemed to Linda to be the only point in Clifton's favor, was the reason for her presence on the Ohio State Limited. She was excited. She was quite motionless in her seat and her eyes were closed, but she was excited nevertheless. She was about to enter Clifton College as a freshman, and she knew that she was going to enter a totally different world at the same time. Clifton was only a little over 200 miles from Cleveland, but it was going to be much farther away as far as she was concerned. Linda was 18. Except for summers at camp and the class trip to Washington during Easter vacation of her senior year, she had spent all of those 18 years in Cleveland, living with her mother and father in a moderate-sized brick house in Shaker Heights. When she went out on dates, she went with boys she knew from school, generally boys she had known for most of her life. When she did things, they were the things everybody else did. Her life in Cleveland was by no means dull, but the feeling persisted that it wasn't entirely her life. She had no responsibility for herself, no choice in what she did or what role she played. But college would be different. Not the academic part of it, not that. To tell the truth, she thought, she didn't much care about books or classes. If all she had wanted was an education, she could have done much better in her own hometown at Western Reserve. No, education in the classroom was important. But there were other things that were a good deal more important.